boys and girls, what's up? What's happening? Everybody, everybody alright? Nobody panic, nobody panic. Everybody, everybody doing, doing well? Uh, it's Franchise Buys Games. It's the weekly game news podcast. Second best gaming podcast on the planet. Uh, uncontested. Uh, that's that's a nice guy, Johnny. Producer of the show, nice guy, Johnny, ladies and gentlemen. He's still a slippery devil. He's still a slippery devil, and I am a titular protagonist of all franchise. Um, we're going a bit earlier this week, Johnny. We're going a bit earlier. We're hitting the ground running. I seem mm. to remember last time we did this, you brought the energy. You brought the energy. So, I'm handing this show over to you from this point out. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> day getting cracked open. Crack on, Johnny. The art of delegation. <laughs> <laughs> You're running the. You are the showrunner from now on. Not just producer. You are showrunner, Johnny. Johnny, how have you? How have you been? How have you been? I'm. I'm all right. I mean, lockdown three, mm. whatever pre uh, post fix or whatever thing, subtitle you want to call it. Um, started a grind on us today. It really did. Aye. So, yeah. I think um, we just need to fucking be aware. These these days will fucking creep up on us. That goes to the beautiful bastards as well. Reach out. I know there's a lot of the beautiful bastards. Um, I've seen on Twitter today some of the old beautiful bastards are in amongst this scandal with school lunches, which is fucking mm. blowing my mind. But that's that's not for this podcast, Johnny. That's uh, if we want to get political, we've got another podcast for that. This podcast is about video games, Johnny. Let's start this show the same way we start every show. What are you playing? Well, it's been a slow week. It has. I must admit. I it really has. must admit. Um, you know, back in the thro- um the throes of uh, employment. Careers, yeah, employment. Yeah. That's the perfect word. Mm-hmm. Um, and just have not had the time to really just relax into playing. You know yeah. I mean? Get yourself in the, get yourself in the right fr- mindset. Yeah. To sit down and just just play whether i'm missing the games like or think this is the kind of time where i wish i had a switch you know what i mean well i've uh to be honest that's probably the console that's got the most use this past week for me um obviously uh, nah outside of the ps5 because obviously warzone but outside of that the switch is the console that's had the most use for me this week because like in terms of what i played i mean i'm tying up some loose ends on Hitman two. Yeah, yeah. Getting um, ready for getting ready for Hitman three next week. I am actually I've, I've committed, uh, you know, in the last few days oh, I've, oh, I've definitely committed to buying it like on the twentieth of January and it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that. I know my day. Um so I'm just tying up some of the extra little things on that just to get as much out of it as possible. Very good. Um, Very good. But, Still enjoying it. Yeah, it just requires focus. <laughs> A commitment, sheer will. <laughs> 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 and uh, like like you say when you've got little time to like to jump in and out of it, it, it it's not a game you can jump in and out of no it's not a pick up and play game like I think if you're going to mm. play Hitman in a pick up and play sense you are doing the game itself a grand injustice exactly the only thing I end up doing is just wandering around like actually like, trip advising the fuck out of the level yeah Making mental notes of like, oh, I'll try that, I'll try that, I'll try that, and then I log off. You know what I mean? So literally, my gaming experience has just been walking around as an old assassin, <laughs> <laughs> just planning fears of an assassination. Just, just thinking, just thinking things out. You know what I mean? Just like calculating my my incredible crimes. 
<laughs> My incredible crimes. <laughs> Prepare to be in awe. At my incredible crimes. Yes, yes. So, yeah. It, that, might, that, that might actually be the title of this week's episode already, that. <laughs> incredible crimes. Um, but high we crime, do have some High fucking, crimes and misdemeanours. We do have some high crimes and misdemeanours. That could be it, unless something comes out of... Because we've got some banging choice cuts this week. like uh, Hot off the press choice cuts this week. But we'll, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. Other than Hitman, what you been playing, Johnny? Out and out. Uh, obviously, the obligatory Warzone streams with yourself, sir. Yes, yes. You've, uh, you've tell you what, man. You you brought the uh, you brought the fucking energy to Warzone during them streams as well, didn't you? Especially last night. I did last night. It was good because, like, well, this is what because because there's a cloud of thing hanging over us because you're going to out my middle name live on <laughs> live on air. <laughs> <laughs> What an incentive that has been! <laughs> you, yeah, your performance has improved at least tenfold since I threatened to out your middle <laughs> I, name on stream. And I, and I did not think that would be the the impetus I needed. You know what I mean? But it's nah. in there like a thorn in my brain, just like they're gonna know. They're gonna know. They're going to know. Not my middle name. <laughs> so we'll see how long that um that um boost that stimulus uh, adds up. Um, uh, I've got the faith. I've got the faith. I've got the faith. You brought it last night. Like last night, do you know what it is? Last night was the first. Uh, how long have I been streaming? Since probably ooh, I can't even remember. September last year. Yeah, I think so. First official Aut- stream September. Autumn. Or it was autumn time. I remember. I was in the old house. For the first, for the first couple of test streams. Uh, and then I moved house, got the studio up and running. So yeah, it was probably August, late August, early September. By the time we were officially got going, there's only been two streams where I've thought I'm gonna end this stream now because I am just not having fun. And I think part of the part of the whole thing of streaming is like it's not. It isn't a job yet. It's not a career. I'd, I'd love it to be, but right now it's it's fun. It's content creation, and like you shouldn't have to feel miserable when you're creating content. Like especially when it's something I love doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But last night just it was one of the t- only two times, and both times it's been fucking Call of Duty that did it. Uh, it was just one of those nights. One of those nights where nothing, nothing was hitting. Everything I would. No shots were hitting. I was dying all the fucking time, and that's not good. That, that doesn't make for good content. But pulled it out of the bag at the end, like yeah, it out I, I was glad, glad you did, and what a way to pull out the bag. Redeemed, you know, redeemed myself at the end there. Two, uh, two fairly decent games off the bounce, but we did get two wins as well. Two wins, two back to back wins. I might just, uh, I might add, which that's always nice. It's always nice to get that dub. It's always nice to get that dub. That's the affirmation you need. That's that little hit of dopamine you need when you say that little blue bar flash on the bottom. Warzone victory. That's what it's all about. Outlasted 140 something. 148 other players. Something, yes. It'll be 140 <laughs> somethings. <laughs> right. But no, that's the, that's the kind of thing. Because, because of the kind of game it is, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's fulfilling if you get a win. It's fulfilling when you're playing with your mates. Yeah. But 
there's aspects to that game that just purge like joy joy <laughs> exactly joy yeah. just purge the joy from your from your bones and you're just like <laughs> i feel dirty so like you know and i it, it, it it's the way it plays you know but also that does it but also because of you know what it what it should offer but doesn't we go on about this every week mm-hmm. but it, it's still you know just lurching forward yeah and I mean, to, to, I mean, while we're on Warzone, we might as well do a little choice cut on Warzone because obviously there's been the apparent leak of the new map. Uh, how how genuine this leak is, we don't know. But it's there if you want to view it, the, the, the alleged new map. And to be honest, I said this on stream, if it had come from... Uh, somebody who was a reputable leaker which it might have since pardon me uh, it might have since but at the time I saw it I didn't somebody had been fucking retweeted and it was like I don't recognise this person um, I don't know if it's legit and the, you see these things all the time you see these leaks all the time and they, they turn out to be fucking non-starters but uh, I'm trying to see if I can find it now because there was the the big update that the the big nerf update for DMR and Mac Ten, which didn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, did not. It, it it happened and did absolutely fucking nothing. Um, but I mean, fair play to uh, Raven. They reacted quite quick, I thought, to the the growing hostility towards. The DMR and the Mac Ten, they reacted quite quick with that update and, and nerfed that, along with another, another couple of weapons, uh, trying to bring the either the damage distance or uh, headshot distance, you know, that kind of stuff. Try to bal- do a little bit of balancing on these weapons, but it hasn't really worked. Uh, they're still a uh, fucking shred. Also on Call of Duty, uh, far better from Call of Duty, a fucking bring the controversy but there's so there's been this website that, that apparently it's an app it's a website we talked about it on stream i've since done a bit of digging into this there's an app whereby it shows you live the kd of the current lobby that you're in so there are some players um using this it I, much like splitting the atom the the intentions were good for this app. What they wanted to do was highlight people in your lobby who were clearly using hacks, aimbots, uh, all these exploits, cheat, blatant cheats, basically, uh, and you'd be able to see them by a ridiculously high KD because uh, bullets never fucking hit them, and they don't even have to be looking at you to kill you. So this this app was designed with good intention. Uh, and it's since been exploited by uh, sort of in tournaments and things like that. So if you get kill races in tournaments, you've got um, people entering these tournaments and then pulling up this app. Uh, and during the sort of uh, lobby, the pre-game lobby, they can pull the app up, they can check the KD of the lobby. And if they're in a lobby full of killers, thanks to the skill-based matchmaking, these people can quite easily just back out. And reload and just say, oh, it's really bad lag. 
ping was horrible. I'm just going to try and find another server. And then just keep re-rolling these servers until they find a lobby with a really low KD average and just absolutely fuck these people into the dirt. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I mean? And it, it was it was an app that was built as a, as a tool to help identify lobbies to stop you, to stop your enjoyment being fucking tainted by fucking cheats, hacks and bots. And it's become it's become a tool for people to further the the fucking soulless way in which some people play Call of Duty. Yeah, to win at all costs. Yeah, just win like it's cheap. Or just yeah, just cheap wins. It's cheap wins and I don't know how people I mean if you're getting paid as a top top tier streamer, right, or a mid tier streamer earning a decent bit of cash and you're getting paid and you're playing Warzone and you you think, Oh well, People will stop paying us if I stop winning. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's when this shit happens because there's I see all of these videos by I mean people make people make quite a name for themselves on on YouTube uh, by exposing these top streamers and there's been a few caught out. And I think the latest one I saw was Zelena who um, I'm sure he's a Facebook streamer or a YouTube streamer. He streams often with Dr. Disrespect. Now, that Dr. Disrespect's YouTube exclusive. He's either Facebook or YouTube. He streams often with the Doc and a guy from Liverpool, actually. I think he's called Bad Boy Beam. Bad Boy Beeman. He's got a YouTube channel where he essentially he's like a... Um, what would you call him? Like, not like an investigative journalist, but you know what I mean? That kind of, he... A commentator. Yes, he's a commentator who, uh, he puts the graft in and uh, outs cheaters, essentially. And he mm-hmm. did a video on Z Lena and some of the evidence that he put together in that video was shocking. Uh, and I don't know how anybody could dispute the fact that Z is using a name bot, um, especially in the clips that he showed. And that's what fucking... That's what bothers me. These people drop 20 bombs, like 30 bombs. Zaylena drops... Uh, probably his average kill per Warzone game is probably like 25, 27 kills. Average per game. And he's built this reputation. He's earning money as a streamer. As being this fucking absolute Warzone killer. And you're like, well... Are you? How <laughs> much of these kills is this aimbot? How often are you turning this aimbot on? Do you know what I mean? These are the questions I get raised, and I don't know. But like I say, never Warzone, Call of Duty, never shy of of its fair share of controversy. Insidious, though, we keep going back to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we keep fucking playing it as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else have you been playing, Johnny? Out or not? That. That's it. That that's is it. it. I'm not happy, but. No, that's the that don't, I don't get in the way, you know what I mean? It's second week back, it's, uh, as a young professional, your first week oh, back to work is... Thank you, I, I was talking about us, but whatever. The, uh, <laughs> the first week back after the break is always a little bit slower. It's your slow to build up steam, but then second week back, it's full steam ahead. Yeah, yeah even if you're not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah business does not wait for you to catch up so i know what you mean i know what you mean i've only really played warzone um i've been i'm over halfway through the injustice 2 campaign still can't believe that 
I've been waiting for literally years. And every time somebody brings it up, I always say, Injustice 2 is going to come on Game Pass. I'm, I guarantee it's going to come on Game Pass. And I waited years and years and years and years. And it fucking never turned up. And eventually, I saw the Legendary Edition in the sale at Christmas. And I thought, fuck it, I'll just buy it. And no sooner would I bought it. It was like, have you seen the film The Mist? Which is an adaptation of a Stephen King novel starring Thomas Jane. I have heard of it, yes. The ending of that film is the biggest, like... Uh, like... I don't know what you call it. It's not like a MacGuffin. It's not like a... Um, th- there's another film term where like a gun turns up in the first shot of the scene. And that gun is the gun that kills the person in the final shot of the scene. And it's somebody's something. I can't. It's like Occam's Razor, but it's about a, it's about a gun. But it could be any plot device, essentially. But it's like this. Um, the question at the end of there's an action that happens at the end of that film, and it's like it causes. Ah, I'm not going to get into it because it's just spoiler territory. I know the film's very old. The ending of the film's different to the ending in the book, uh, and the ending of the film was applauded by um, the author Stephen. It was Stephen King one at the mist? I think so. Yeah. I can't remember if it was Stephen King. Maybe it was another author, but yeah, whoever yeah. whoever wrote it applauded the film because the ending of the film was better than the ending of the book, uh, and it was one of those things. I bought the game, and then it was announced a day or two later that it was coming to Game Pass, and I thought, if I hadn't bought that game, would it have ever come to Game Pass? Yeah, <laughs> was the thing stopping this game coming to Game Pass? me buying it this whole fucking time but i'm not mad it's it's a it's a great netherrealm can make a fucking fighter like they really can you know what it could just as easily come off game pass at some point and yeah. it will and it so... will it will it's not a microsoft first party game you know what i mean so yeah been playing injustice um i love what they do with the law i love what they do with the law very much how rocksteady took batman and created the the arkham universe as part of like the whole batman multiverse uh, we were discussing discussing this before just like in terms of you know obviously marvel's got its machine going mm-hmm. on in the mm-hmm. in the in the film universe and dc's always either had standalone stories like batman you know that does really well but when they've tried to do a, an extended universe it's yeah. always got a little bit muddled and muddied yeah 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 but one thing games developers seem to do particularly in the dc universe is it's just the ultimate respect for the law mm-hmm. and managed mm-hmm. to get a good narrative out of it. 100%. That's original and 100%. fresh and stuff. So, yeah, kudos. absolutely. Yeah, they've uh, they've nailed it. Like they've nailed it. I'm really, really enjoying that at the minute and the 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 brief stints I'm managing to play it. Uh, but like I say, almost halfway. Well, just over halfway through that. And um, Hades. I've been playing a lot of Hades. If I'm honest. Uh, cracking little game that like cracking little game I, I, and I've said this last week I'll say it again I uh, fully understand the hype yeah <laughs> fully understand it. very well written handles very well it's got this the, even though you die and you're like oh I'm gonna go back to the start now like you would in any rogue like I'm back uh-huh. at the start now but you know you're gonna run it again and it, like you're like oh but now I can unlock this 
oh, I wonder what buff. I wonder which fucking god is going to turn up and what buff they're going to give us at the beginning of this run. And then sometimes you can have like this weapon buff combo that just makes for just an exceptional run. And you're like, fuck. Still haven't finished it. But then again, I still haven't. I haven't been trying. Do you know what I mean? I've been very much enjoying yeah. the game. I haven't been doing it, sitting down and saying, right, I'm going to. I'm going to fucking complete this now. I haven't said that once. I've just sat down and went, I'm going to enjoy playing Hades for a bit here. Enjoy the ride. Just enjoy the ride. And like, if I just happened to finish it during that time, then so be it. But like, it was never an intention. And that, my friend, is it. That's all I've played, what? thanks to adulting reasons. Mm. But in that case, then. We are, we are in that window, though, aren't we? We are in that window where we don't physically have any new games yet we're in that weird period and to be fair this period used to go on a hell of a lot longer this period used to be the back end of october early november all the way through it'll fucking summer you just have this window of nothing and then over the last few years it's been this new windows being born this early this late january early february window where like absolute fucking bangers are just launching in that window and it's created less of a of a gap, less of a glut, if you know what I mean. Um, if I just pick a few off the top of my head, right, going back to sort of 2018, Monster Hunter World landed at that late January slot, Shadow of the Colossus Remake landed in that early February slot, um, Resident Evil 2 Remake, late January. Yes. Yes. Uh, Metro Exodus early. Fe- that was a great. If you were a fan of Metro, that was a great game. Um, what else did we have? What about twenty twenty? Did we have anything in twenty twenty? Dreams. Uh, that weren't really a big one. It was if that was your jam, I suppose. But yeah, so the, there's this this window has been created where these fucking bangers is coming out. So we have um, we have less time to wait now than we arguably ever have before we get like good games to get our teeth into and as we've already alluded to hitman 3's next week exactly and, and it's going to ramp up and yes we probably should we'll touch on this later about what's actually coming out this year and what might not come out this year mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. only just going to snowball i just think what 2022 and 2023 Oof. is going to i mean having this discussion again in 2023 and just thinking what a release calendar will be yeah yeah because but I mean, if you look at if you look at what we discussed in last week's episode, which was the um, I really fucking enjoyed that episode by the way. Uh, the upcoming games of twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one is going to be a fucking killer year. It's going to exactly. be a murderer. When you look at what's on the slate to come out this year, fuck. And they like there's still so many games with question marks hanging over them. But fuck, I think we're in for a. An absolute fucking scorching few yeah, like on the on the games front. Really fucking really like it's exciting. The titles that we've got coming over the next few years, it's gonna be an exciting few year. And I was worried we were gonna hit a period where we had fucking nothing. I was worried early consoles, early next gen consoles would have fucking nothing. And in the next couple of weeks we've got mm-hmm. Hitman three, we've got the medium. The medium's on fucking yep. Game Pass, don't even have to pay for that fuck, I already have. Exactly. I think you can preload some of it now already. Nah. <laughs> fuck. Looking forward for that. I'm really looking forward to that as well. Like, fuck. Unbelievable. Yes, I'm, looking for- I'm looking forward to our deep dive episode on the medium afterwards. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. 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 
I'm also looking forward to it in this podcast. Fucking, we're gonna have to do something else with this side, Johnny. I think we're gonna this pod, make this podcast available on YouTube. So get your get your webcam sorted, get your webcam okay. sorted, and get your fucking get your background sorted because we're gonna be doing some playing and take this to a live <laughs> format. Right. Um, now that we've boxed that off, Johnny, do you want to move on to some of this week's choice cuts? Well, I'll pull the I'll pull the uh, choice the menu out, sir, and ask for your comments on the on the menu. Oh, hmm, hmm. So you know, it's been. I mean, yes, we've got a lot of stuff coming out, but you know, we talked last week about what the the future for twenty twenty one and things coming out. Because really, in terms of news items, it's yeah. been a bit thin on the ground. There's been nothing really. No real headline statements. Well, yeah. I think um, I think that's sort of standard for this time of year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We end up yeah. in that quiet window. Well, it's starting, as we'll see, it's starting to trickle over now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... The first item on it, it was obviously because this is just this vacuous emptiness of news, mm-hmm. of real news. It's amazing how the fake news seems to spill in. And basically, I want to comment to you on the, one of the messages you said. Sent was about a potential Nintendo Direct run sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. For the, Which, you know, I for the uh, Nintendo. What what's the official name of it? The Nintendo Switch. Sorry, the alleged official name. The <laughs> Nintendo Switch Pro. Which they've already distanced themselves from in some respects. So it's worth pointing out that Doug Bowser has came out and denied the existence of a Nintendo Switch Pro. It's also worth pointing out that uh, a week before they released the DS Lite or the 3DS, one of the two, they also denied that that existed. Fair enough. There you go. (laughs) Precedent has been set. (laughs) There is precedent here. There is definitely precedent here. Well, like, when you sent me this this sheet, right, the the, the, the items on it, right, and I I must admit, because of the, the the, the news vacuum mm-hmm. I fell Hitler and Singer and just got excited yeah. and then literally had to reread my message and take a step back and say hang on hang on hang on because you know just listing the things on it you know, like Nintendo the Nintendo Switch Pro obviously mm-hmm. you know Nintendo World Mario Kart 9 Splatoon 3 Super Mario Odyssey 2 Metroid Resurgence and that the first parties and then like later on they're getting down to the third parties like Final Fantasy 7 Remake available fall 2021 yeah and things like that, and you're like, yeah, and you think, you know, this would be interesting. It'd be a hell of a coups and stuff for the, for the Switch Pro. Mm-hmm. But the more you look at this, you know, it's just like, if it's too good to be true, it usually isn't. It usually, it usually is. If it's usually, if it's too good to be true, it usually is too good to be true. I mean, whoever was writing, authoring this, I mean, just got a little bit carried away. Yeah, I think uh, that was the thing that stood out. It's got that. It's got that look about it, right? So it's got a couple of, it's got a couple of this this sheet. I'm I'm almost certain most of the listeners would have seen this, this run sheet. It did, definitely did the rounds. Internal use only. So as soon as you see little words like this, you're like, oh my god, I've, I'm undercover espionage, espionage. I've seen a document that was never meant for me. And this is just general hype and the general excitement that comes with it. And as you've already stated, you, you've picked some absolute bangers out of this fucking list that's apparently coming um but on further sort of digging like there's there's fucking spelling mistakes and that on it uh <laughs> and you're like is this 
is this really an official Nintendo document? If this was an official Nintendo document, would it would it have spelling mistakes? Uh, are we really expecting fucking Mario Kart 9, Splatoon 3, Super Mario Odyssey and Metroid F- Prime 4 all in sp- uh, sp- yeah. fucking 2021? I know the Switch in its first party titles is it's never really been a letdown. They've they've come with They've come with the thunder. Do you know what I mean? Like, in fact, what I'll do, I've got my little book of Switch games here. If I can reach it, I can. Like, a lot of these games were released at the same fucking time. Like, uh, Zelda and Mario Odyssey came together, uh, closely followed by Mario Kart 8. 1-2 Switch, that was an embarrassment. Mario fucking Rabbids. Uh, that like XCOM sort of spin-off arms all these games these first party games they've never been a they've never been one to hold off from sort of over overpopulating a window if that yeah. makes sense but even even that being said like fuck it that's that's a lot of a lot of like monster titles to come out in in a 6 month window exactly Particularly when we've been talking about how other titles have been delayed, yeah, significantly. So, and this is first-party stuff. Like Nintendo only really publish first-party stuff. Third, right? Okay, that was a very blanket statement, and I retracted immediately. But Nintendo's <laughs> first party is more established and the strongest first party that exists in video gaming at this point. I think everybody can agree on that. Um, that's that's fair but even then you don't you get like that's too much first party there (laughs) too much first party man do you know what I mean (laughs) like what's that you've got uh, one two Mario games Splatoon 3 and Metroid in a six month window no I don't I don't buy that like I don't buy it. If I'm if this document turns out to be right, true, and that's what? that's right, then fucking. Well, when was it supposed to be for? What was the date on it? Um, the date was the eleventh of the first, twenty twenty one, of which we have so, already gone yes, past yeah. yesterday. Stop. Fake, yeah. fake news. I don't think it's. I think that document is a fake. Um, yeah. But it is worth pointing out that a. Uh, a data miner whose name escapes me right now. Uh, he has chops in this game. He has uh, data mined and leaked stuff that has uh, come to fruition in the past. So he's got he's got priors in this space. He also data mined and found. I think it was called Project. I want to say Project Aurora or something like that. It was a project. Um, this is, and it turned out it was the. Switch Pro. That's what it, it turned out to be. But I can't remember for the life of me, Johnny, what, what the fuck that game was called. Uh, the, what the system was called. So it was Project something, anyway. Project Aurora. Project Aura. Who knows? Who knows or dares don't. to dream? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I clearly don't. But yeah. I'm. I still fully. I'm all in on this. Like I fully believe that the Nintendo Switch Pro is a thing, 
And I also be. fully believe they've missed a trick by not calling it the Super Nintendo Switch. Missed an absolute what? fucking trick. We shall see. We shall see what the future holds. Question for you, prime, Johnny. Prime time to release one now. Prime time. Working on the assumption that this exists. Yeah. And you didn't go in on the Switch. You have your Xbox uh, Series X. You yes. are still actively looking for a PS5. Yes. If the Super Nintendo Switch slash Nintendo Switch Pro turns out to be genuine, is this something you would go in on also? I would certainly consider it. Mm. I would look hard at it. Look very hard at it. Uh, yeah. I mean, would I would I look harder you know, to get that instead of a PS5? Oof. Just because of what that would offer in terms of differentiation. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I've got my Xbox Series X. Yes, there's games I won't be able to play on PS5. And to be honest, the drive will be there to get there because, yeah. you know, if I'm, if I'm not careful, I'll be the last Panther left out <laughs> with one. So, <laughs> I don't think you're in any danger of that. Like, But, you know, but in terms of having something different that can fill a gap, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, in terms of a good, a, a good, you know, bridge between console and handheld, because it, it kind of well, I mean, spreads between itself. That's, yes, the, other, that's the other question, because right now, this is all just speculation. We know that document to be a fake, because... The direct should have happened yesterday, and it. I don't know if anybody's aware, but it didn't. So, the question, uh, the, the question lingers: Is this switch uh, by name only? Uh, is it gonna? Is it gonna distance itself from the hybrid handheld slash home console and go full? full home console is it going to be the actual home console successor to the wii slash wii u because the switch yeah right okay 90 percent of the time my switch is docked uh, mm-hmm. and now that is the only option i have so it is a hundred percent of the time my switch will be docked one i've got the left joy con issue which i haven't replaced the joy cons yet uh and two the actual battery on the switch because my switch is a day one switch the battery on my switch is now officially totally fucked if it's not <laughs> plugged in it's dead after two days not doing anything in a in a sleeping state the battery will entirely drain in two in less than two days so my switch is fucked it is it has to be plugged in at all times uh, so it is essentially home console for me but um i'm an outlier i know the the premise around the Switch is a home console that you take on the go with you as a handheld. Do we see Switch Pro or the Super Nintendo Switch or whatever it is, like I say, Switch in name only because the Switch is a recognisable Nintendo brand now? And do we see a box? Do we see a home box? If it's going to pump out like 4K as is rumoured, do we see this... No, if you want the hybrid, get the switch or the switch light. Where the switch light isn't even a fucking hybrid. If you want the hybrid, get the switch. If you want the handheld, get the switch light. If you want home console only, 4K, the best place to play your switch games. If you are interested in higher resolutions and whatnot, do we see a box? Do we see the next box? 
I don't know, because I, I think they stumbled, because like, I think it's easy to take a step back about when the Switch first came out and said, oh, what they're aiming for here, because it, it, they didn't know which way they were going, but it's turned out to be the console that could. The little console that could. So in terms of, you know, they've, they've, stopped, they've, they've settled in on something that works for both yeah. sides, and like that works, and you know, will it continue going that, or will it, will it evolve? I mean, mm. or will it be something completely different? Because they're always... They're always one for changing. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? I'll give I'll give Nintendo the, the credit. They'll 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 change the landscape. Whether it's Ninten- the right thing. Nintendo what others don't. Do you know oh. what I mean? Oh shit. Um, you know what I mean? So you're right, you know, you know Step out's more their game rather than one single steps. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. We shall see. But I mean the downside of that is the last time they did that shit it was fucking the Wii U. Exactly. Wii, exactly. Wii followed by Wii U. Um, I actually found my Wii U the other day. I was moving some boxes around, and I've got a box that when I moved, it's titled that it's it's got in Sharpie marker scrawled across the top, the Nintendo box, and in that box there's a Wii, a Wii U, uh, three different iterations of DS, and just a fuckload of games. And I picked that Wii U gamepad up, and I was like. <laughs> What the fucking hell were they even trying to do with this? <laughs> I couldn't even, like, hold it in my hand. I was like, what the fucking hell was this all about? <laughs> but, not too dissimilar from the Switch. You can what? see you can see how the Switch got to where it is, looking at that Wii U gamepad. Exactly. You know, it might be a misstep, but it gets, it, it's, it's still moving things forward. It was a foundational step for the Switch. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Aye. Well, well, if but, uh, look, I'll look out for it. If, I will look out. For if it. this is true, obviously, all franchises going in on it hard, um, <laughs> because there's some games that I just are genuinely excited for for the for the Nintendo platform, whichever it may be, be it the standard Switch. Which at this point, I'm thinking I may if if we don't get a Switch Pro, I'm gonna have to buy a new Switch because this fucking thing is it's no good for purpose. You can only use a docked. And you can only use it with a pro controller, the the joy with the Joy-Con being fucked. Um, if whatever it whatever platform it exists on, I simply must play the inevitable sequel to Zelda: Breath of the Wild two. We know that's coming. Odyssey two. Odyssey was a superb Mario game. I need to play that. Um, Metroid Prime four. It wasn't too long ago we sat in this podcast and I spoke about the Nintendo SNES online service where there's just a catalogue like a Netflix style catalogue of SNES games sitting there for you to play whenever you want and they've added like you can put a save state in there there's it's all sorts of little perfect little quality of life improvements they've put in these games and I've played through Metroid 2 again do you know what I mean was it Metroid 2? I played through one of the Metroids again and I thoroughly fucking enjoyed it and just to think what 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 could be for a sort of a next gen Metroid, I was gonna go back to that whole first person shooter style that we saw on the Wii. I don't know. I don't know, Johnny. Just exciting. So I'll be in on well, it, whatever the weather. <laughs> well, moving on to other exciting thing. Now mm. we've got some some big news. I guess the, the headline for today. Yeah. Um, Lucasfilm Games. What a fucking! Th- what a piece of news to fucking wake up to, by the way. 
exactly. The resurrection of what was the old LucasArts. LucasArts, yeah, yeah. Um, Lucasfilm is resurrecting the Lucasfilm Games brand as a home for all its video game properties, yeah. including Star Wars and, in inverted commas, and beyond, which um, I didn't re- read into until later on today. Not until fucking that later. <laughs> about 20 minutes before this podcast went live, that yes. air quotes beyond became very apparent. Um, but anyway, what's your thoughts? Because I am stoked. stoked. I think this is a fucking a genius move, if I'm honest. We... I don't know what this means for the EA deal. I know we've still got a couple of years left on the Star Wars EA deal. What this seems to me is Disney are laying the foundations. What uh, what they've done better than anybody has managed to do ever with the MCU. Creating a shared universe under one banner. One infinitely recognisable banner, can I just say. An mm-hmm. idea that's that works so well Sony have adopted it it, it exists for, for Playstation now so if you play a Playstation exclusive uh, any of the later ones you get like the whole fucking brand new shit at the beginning where it's like Nathan Drake Ratchet and Clank all of them all spinning around in the X uh, circle triangle square that, that Playstation overall banner Marvel what Disney did with Marvel and the Marvel Cinematic Universe started all of that. What I think this is Disney again is knowing that video games are the biggest slice of the pie as far as entertainment's concerned now, but by a fucking country mile. They've they're going to try and employ what they've learned from the film space into the game space, and I think with Lucas. Was it Lucasfilm Games? Lucasfilm Games is the brand, yeah. That That's going to tie in all of these Star Wars titles, and obviously the beyond, but particularly the Star Wars titles. It's going to give it like a... Like all of this happens in one shared universe. And of course, we all know it does anyway. It's fucking Star Wars, but just to give it that more like... You, you walk them back into this universe. You walk them back in this universe where you may have already experienced. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order might happen in the same place as fucking, I don't know, let's call it fucking Knights of the Old Republic 3, which is uh, total fucking speculation at this point. You've got to think it's coming, but total speculation at this point. It just just to, uh, an umbrella in which all of its different installments will sit uh, we saw them. We saw them doing it with Marvel games, with Spider Man, with Avengers, uh, Iron Man VR, and we're going to see it. I think we're going to see it more with Lucas Arts games, Lucas Film games. I mean, I think, I think, I, I think you're right. You know, it sits under a, a certain umbrella, um, a, a creative, um, creative umbrella. Mm. So they're still going to, um, they're still going to essentially farm out games to. You know, other studios across the industry too. Hundred percent. This make, this thing to me right? was never we're gonna start making all of the Star Wars games with our internal team. This was like this is the equivalent of Kevin Feige hiring fucking exactly yeah. uh, Taika Waititi to do a Thor film. Exactly. It's like it's having the creative um, umbrella. What I'm trying to think of the word, um, like um, editorial control. Yes. Over the kind of you know yeah it's going to be it's going to be a first person shooter developed by X company it's going to be an RPG developed by this company however yeah. these are the editorial 
or your content controls mm-hmm. that will uh, will that will guide the whole whole thing and you like if you have if you have like you say what kevin fag did with um with uh, marvel mm-hmm. you know it it might you know it has its missteps in the, or not its missteps it has it has its so for example everyone was stoked about uh, the original ant-man director you know edgar wright doing it uh-huh. and then he dropped off and it, you know it, what could have been a crazy you know cool um standalone ant-man film yeah because it wasn't going to fit you know it wasn't the right thing for the overall narrative. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and and that's the kind of decision making that needs to be done. So, should be good. But it's it's the and beyond stuff that I didn't read into, and I got totally totally sideswiped by. So I think we should segue on to the next bit. Segueing straight into the beyond. So the first thing under, I guess, well, not the first thing that first the new game I should say announced under the umbrella is a bit, you know. Is it, it's an Indiana Jones game? Fuck yeah! Fuck it's, yeah! It's <laughs> Machine Works, a studio and uh, a studio part of Bethesda, uh, yeah. who is now owned by Xbox, Microsoft, um, Indiana Jones, uh, an all new, fully original Indiana Jones story by Machine Games, who are an accomplished studio. Uh, under Bethesda, who are a fucking uh, a powerhouse in the development and publishing space, under Microsoft, who need no introduction at all. Mm-hmm. Like holy fuck! There's part of us that's like, oh my god, this is Indiana Jones. And when I saw the teaser trailer and it had like its own original spin on the Indiana Jones, the da, 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 yeah. like the the fucking known the world over theme song for Indiana Jones. Everybody, if you were an elder millennial or above, you know that theme song. Do you know what I mean? It's it's fucking burned into your brain. We're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see Indiana. We're gonna see an uncharted game. We're gonna see we're gonna see you wouldn't have an uncharted game without a few key. Characters, and I think I've mentioned already, Lara Croft was one of them. But Indiana Jones is the by far and away the biggest influence on Uncharted. It has to be, and we're going to get to see an actual Indiana Jones game. That again, it's like I said last week. Tomb Raider inspired Uncharted, which inspired Tomb Raider reboot. Indiana Jones yeah. inspired Uncharted, which inspired Indiana Jones: The Game Universe. Exactly. It's it's all you know revolutionary comes back round. Yeah, again. yeah. I'm um, I'm fucking I'm I'm stoked. Like I am stoked. Because like the more and more, cause I think we are in a danger. You know, we're all you know our first conversation is what's the next Star Wars gonna game gonna be, and we were thinking you know almost gotta be Fallen Order two. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, our initial conversation was what's the next Star Wars game? What's the next Star Wars game? And like, let's be frank, the Star Wars, you know, until let's say the Mandalorian season two uh-huh. came along the Star Wars brand had started to be you know it had been squeezed and used a lot yeah kind of, we, we, people were getting fatigued with it, it was looking like a Fatigue used it game. was looking like a used up whore <laughs> <laughs> like back in the day you'd walk in and there'd be like an elegant red light and then you'd walk in and there'd be the finest Egyptian silk 
over a f giant four-poster bed and you'd tease back the curtain and there she'd be, lying there, Star Wars taking the form of Princess Leia when she was at her absolute hottest, just with her leg poking out of that little dress and you'd be like, oh my God. And then in later years, it was like, it was like a flat. It was like a flat in fucking Grangetown and you just fucking... <laughs> The door didn't even have a working lock and there was fucking stains on the fucking carpets on the walls. She walked in and she was just she was just there. The remnants of the last person to use her still running down the inside of her thigh. And you're like, what have <laughs> they done to you? My beauty, what have they done? Oh. <laughs> that's, why wow. it's, that's why it's my, that's why it's my name on the marquee. All right. <laughs> Oh God! Wow. Well, I, how do I follow that? Right. Okay. You know I'm right. Um, yeah, you are right. But so, I'm actually really glad that it's going to be an Indiana Jones game, and something else in the in the in the under the umbrella, not a Star Wars game. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. And reading into this lot, obviously they've gone with machine games. You handled um, the Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. So, Wolfenstein. Now Indiana <laughs> Jones, no stranger to a Nazi. <laughs> Exactly. So this is my point. Did they go through the crib sheet just like, which studios know how to handle Nazi iconography? Well, <laughs> who's got fucking Nazi iconography chops? Who can we rely on? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's a game changer, but you know, it could help. You know, our decision making. No, I. Uh, I mean, the question there is: Do we get? We've. I. 100% have automatically assumed a third person Indiana Jones game I think that mm -hmm. makes the most sense given what Indiana Jones is given Machine Games chops in the first person arena do we would there be space for a first person Indiana Jones game? That would be odd I mean I, I, mean, I'm I don't thinking think it's the game I want I, no, I, I'm thinking I don't, yeah I don't want a first person Indiana Jones game at all but Machine Games do first person very well Look no yeah, further than Wolfenstein. Look at Bethesda. You switch between the two. Very true. Very so. true. Very true. Okay, great. So, yeah. Superb yeah. news. Um, just at a point where I was worried that Indiana Jones had become irrelevant. Well, there's another. There is another film around the corner. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen there. Like, um. Maybe Indiana Jones starts to exist solely as a as a video game license at this point, because I don't know what I don't know what did they not already try to do the whole Indiana Jones pass the pass the baton to his son Shia LaBeouf thing in the Crystal Skull, and that did not go down um, very well at all. It didn't that that was like I don't consider that an Indiana Jones film. Like Indiana Jones stops at fucking. Uh, the Last the Last Crusade for me like that's uh, the I do not recognize the Crystal Skull. Aliens, get the fuck out of here! Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! I'm all right with Holy Grails, but aliens. <laughs> Wait, so aliens and God exists? What? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking lunatics! I very very pleased with that, Johnny. Very pleased with that. Indiana Jones. We will have to wait uh, and and find out more about this or anything about this at this point we just know it exists hit us with something else that we know exists what else is on the docket johnny well other rumors starting to come up so mm. you know 
let's harken back to last week's episode where I said, what am I looking forward to? Mm-hmm. And uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition was on my list. Yeah. Um, a couple now of online retailers um, have now listed Mass Effect Legendary Edition for the release of the 12th of March, 2021. That's interesting. That is. That's not a bad window, that. Not a bad window. Um, and it's been picked up by a number of the uh, dirt sheets, so it's got some traction. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, no. I'm, so, I, like I said, I've, I think I've made it very abundantly clear. I will be all in on Mass Effect Legendary Edition when it comes out. Uh, the sour taste in my mouth, put there by Andromeda, has all but dissipated now, and I'd actually quite enjoy diving back into the OG trilogy uh, and reliving that saga if I find the time, which is the chances are slim to none. But at the end of the day. You support the craft, you know what I mean? If even if I buy it and I play it for half an hour, I'll I'll buy it. I'll support these people. And this is this is when you look at you look at game releases and you think, okay, so January sorted with two marquee titles. Mm-hmm. February we're seeing the uh, control ultimate edition on uh, yeah. series S and X. Yeah. So, you know, that that's that's February to some point, and then if you've got twelfth of March coming in. Right, it's you know, the gaps are being filled, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, without without question. Without question. Interestingly enough, for me, if I look back now, if I can find it, because the thing that <clears> stood out to me for this time window was Resident Evil, and I'm wondering if we are going to get Resident Evil 8, or Village, as it's been called, sooner than we anticipate, because we had Resident Evil 2 remake on the 25th of jan then resident evil 3 on the 3rd of april um but i don't off in my games list i don't have resident it must have been was resident evil 7 2017 by any chance <clears throat> i think it might have been i think it might have been but if if resident evil 7 launched quarter one did it launch quarter one 2017 yeah 24th of january 2017 i think we've got a resident evil fucking eight and uh launch date coming very soon and i think it's going to be a lot sooner than we all anticipate i think that's coming that could potentially be february march oh you think i think it could i think it could look look at the look at the fucking priors April, January, January, that early, early, that that early window. Would you rather put out your game in a in a rather? I'm not saying there's no bangers coming out in that window because obviously Hitman Three's got chops. Do you know what I mean? The medium's mm-hmm. gonna have some eyes on it, but can they compete with the the brand power of Resident Evil? Oh, probably not. That that could be the probably if it is if it does come out, you know, then it's the biggest title so far of the year mm. to hit that thing. But no, 2021, March time, I think, you know, spring was supposed to be the release date for a lot of the new titles. Yeah. And a lot of the 2020 know, titles that got pushed as well. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, anyway, speaking of release dates, let's move on to the, um, the, the CES show, uh, Marky, virtual yeah. CES happening at the moment. Yeah. Um, and Sony had, what did I say? They had a they had a stream presence there, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and 
they actually confirmed or you know some release dates and some release windows of certain games. So I shall go through them for you right now. Smash in them. one. <laughs> so you know, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and um, Horizon Forbidden West are still slated for twenty twenty one. We don't know when. No, originally was it February? Was uh, it? I don't Mid- know. I, I wouldn't like to commit on that one. I, I can't. I can't remember. I don't think Forbidden West ever had a window, but no. I'm sure Ratchet and Clank did. So yeah, they're still they're still stuck, they're stated for 2021. What's interesting, not list on this list, if you think about it, is God of War. And you know, I'm starting to you know fear what you talked about last week. It mm. might come to pass. Yeah, yeah. So I still stand firm. I don't think three years is enough time to put out that level of game. But I'm uh, those dying. two there, I'm dying to be proved wrong. <laughs> Please prove me wrong. Um, but we now know that is it Kenner, Bridge of Spirits, yeah. is due in March. That's um, the uh, the Disney Princess looking one, isn't it? Yes, it is. And these these are the things that we saw in like you know the the sizzle reels. Yes. You know, earlier on before yeah. the consoles came out, so the games that were 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 shown in both Xboxes and let's say Sony's um, what do you call them Expos. Yeah, well, at least you know that their, their shows um, are starting to come out. So, for example, you know you may be on the right track with Resident Evil Eight. Maybe so. I hope so because, uh, like I said last week, I'm I've, I've got a serious fucking hankering for some good horror games, and I think it started last year when I did that. You know, the horror month for October when I was just playing loads of scary games and watching loads of scary films. I think that planted the seed for. Right, I've done all these before. I've played all these scary games before. I've seen all these scary films before. Give me new horror. Give me new exactly. and exciting ways to shit my pants. Exactly. That the problem with horror is, you know, once you've shit yourself once to a certain thing, you, yeah. know, you know it's coming. <laughs> you know it's coming, and you you either shit yourself a lot less, or you don't shit at all. That's the problem. <laughs> give me new horror, or give me death. Um, so what else was uh, confirmed was Little Devil Inside for a June release date. Okay. Um, I like the look of Little Devil Inside. I, yeah. You know, I picked that one up. That was the one that looked very... It it definitely had an original art style. Exactly. Definitely um, original. Um, it looked very good, though. Very good. Solar Ash set for July. Um, and Stray and Ghostwire Tokyo. Still both scheduled for October 21. So Ghostwire Tokyo's not drifted. No. Uh, Stray, is that the first time we've had a release date for Stray? The game where you control a fucking cat that the fucking so. the internet blew up over? <laughs> the internet loves a cat, like. The internet. Oh, yeah. Another way of saying that is the internet loves pussy. <laughs> In more ways than one. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But it's so it's interesting. That's the good news that they were confirmed or, yeah. or re, re, reaffirmed, affirmed, I should say, maybe mm. not confirmed, because we know what can happen there. Yeah. But um, Square Enix's project Athia or Athia um, is set for January twenty twenty two. Is that the one that Gary Witt is writing? Yes. Gary Witt being of Rogue One fame, uh, and also kind of funny fame. Yes, I it think is. it is. Yes, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm for that. Like, I think Gary Witt is a talented, talented man. If you look at what he did with Rogue One in the Star Wars universe, I'd, I'm, I'm quite happy for him to be let loose on a on a Wild. project. Mm-hmm. 
And then the other thing, um, Capcom's Pragmata won't arrive until 2023. So that's a heavy delay. Pragmata, was that the fucking Kojima-ass-looking game? Yes. Yeah. Was. yeah. But it makes me think, because it's a Capcom game, does, does that mean if you want Resident Evil here out? I know there's usually separate development teams, but if you need to get things done, do you re reassign? I don't know, because Capcom's and, and fucking Brent. huge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're definitely working on, like, going gold on Monster Hunter Rise. They're absolutely working on Resident Evil 8 at the same time. And they're fucking 100% working on Resident Evil 4 Remake at the same time. So Capcom has enough teams and internal studios to have multiple projects, like multiple plates spinning at the same time. But yeah, some reaffirmed release dates for 2021. Nice. So, but yeah, it's what's not there, I guess, could cause some alarm. But, you know, at least Ratchet and Clank and Horizon Forbidden West are still there. Yeah. Where in 2021? We do not know. We do not. We do not, sir. We do not know. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, the, the standout for that, for me, is the lack of God of War. That's the worrying thing. I'm still confident. I think it'll come. Holiday 2021. No. No, you're wrong. No. No, I'm sorry. No. A bollocks no. to you, sir. <laughs> no. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Right, moving on. That's a segue and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? What else we got? Uh, so, last item on my list um, is a bit of Fortnite news. Yeah. But, and you're going to have to because I I I I, I don't know, don't know this guy, and I'm sorry if I should. But is it the the Grefka? Grefka. <laughs> Grefka. The Grefka <laughs> has uh, beaten <laughs> or toppled uh, ninjas. Um, was it concurrent concurrent viewer? views <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's done essentially uh gref g is a twitch streamer um he is he's the thing that fucking blows my mind right he is not an english speaking twitch streamer no uh, and he is just not only beaten he has fucking demolished ninja's previous concurrent record uh gref g racked up 2.5 million concurrent watches on twitch for his fortnite skin reveal what did so, gref get knock up that's a gref got uh 2.5 mil ninja's right. previous record is fucking i don't i, don't, I want to say one point something like 1.8 1.9 or maybe two, I don't know, but I know Gref beat him, like comfortably beat him. Uh, not by like change, it was by a fucking chunk. Um, the thing, I, I mean, congrats, congrats to, the, to Gref G. I know like a lot of people have already reached out to, to congrats. I just literally say on Twitter, Dot Disrespect's done something that I'm, I need to watch. Like he's recorded a video for him, you know, I love the doc. Um, yeah, he got his own skin in the game. And his reveal of the skin was the stream that did it. You've got Bell My Ninja has streamed with Drake and they didn't manage to do these kind of numbers. <laughs> the thing I pose to you here is this whole time that I've sat here and said Twitch is fucking bullshit, Twitch is in trouble. I don't think I'm gonna stick with Twitch long term. I'll probably go YouTube and stream on there because Twitch isn't doing what I needs to do. This whole time, we've got some little fucking... I'm sure he's a Spaniard. He's a Spaniard. Yeah. He's just pulled in 2.5 million concurrent views on Twitch. And it, unless you are really in to the streaming community, you have never heard of him. 
He's not English speaking. Some of the biggest Twitch streamers are not English speaking. That's what's blowing my mind. This whole story is not that 2.5 is a concurrent. That's amazing. It's a, that's not just on Twitch, by the way. That's on every streaming platform. YouTube, Facebook, Mixer, RIP. 2.5 million is the record on any platform, comfortably. Uh, he has several records. And he just keeps beating his own at this point. But not not English speaking. Not English speaking. Um, and and I guess like this blows my mind. How big is Twitch on the continent here, Johnny? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Huge. Well, you know, it's a it's a it's a bigger landmass. But how many people speak Spanish compared to how many people speak fucking English? You've got all of England and pr- the, the entirety of the United States, and then you've got Spain. Do you know what I mean? That's the comparison I'm making here. All of England plus America. All, all right. of America. Northern the America, is, let's say. North yeah. America. And then Spain. But everyone was locked down in Spain anyway because of like a, a snowstorm, weren't there as well? So, yeah. You know, has everything aligned just for this perfect moment? Well, I don't know because he's, like I say, he's, he's got previous records. He's a previous Re- record yeah. holder for concurrent views and fucking total views and, and all this. He's, 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 he's huge. He's massive. He is bigger than Ninja. How weird is that? How weird is that? He's bigger than Ninja. And Ninja is arguably the biggest. Well, or is it Ninja or is it Doc? I don't know. But then you can't. You, I mean, you can't overlook the likes of fucking Nick Merckx and that. Like Nick Merckx pulls in scary amounts of concurrence, but I think to be fair, he's, he's nowhere near the million mark. Like uh, two well, point two point five million. It's like. There's the yardstick franchise. Fuck two point five million. I kind of get twenty, man. I'm, I kind of I can't crack the twenty mark yet. But two point five million, imagine. Here's the other thing, and I know we constantly say this, like it should never be about the money, but just you can't help but your mind can't help but wonder, like two point five million people. How how much did he earn in that stream off subs, bits, donations, yeah. cheers? How many people watched the ad on that video? How many people bought the fucking skin on Fortnite on that video? If 2.5 million people are watching, what percentage of them bought the skin? And then of that sale, what kickback does he get? Like, Jesus Christ. For the love of content creation, that's a, that's a well-paying job. Like, <laughs> Yes. And it's still Fortnite that's driving it as well, I guess. Still. 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 Scary. Have we uh, have we got anything else on the dirt sheets here, Johnny? That is my docker cleared. The docker, docker cleared. Um, let's have a quick look. Let's jump into the dirt sheets here and see. Obviously, they're, they're heavily littered with Indiana Jones right now yes. and news that uh, fucking Deadpool three is coming and it's going to be part of the MCU. And unbelievable. And R rated. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This Jedi Fallen Order updated for PS5 and Xbox Series X should now run noticeably better on new consoles. Hmm, might be worth diving back into that. Uh, back for Blood of Tweeting. That's nice to see. I think that's going to be an early release as well. The red, the Mario Red and Blue Edition Nintendo Switch will be available in stores starting the 12th of February. That is a good looking Switch. That so if the Switch Pro isn't a thing. And I do have to rebuy a Switch. That'll be the one I go for. Very good looking little console, that. 
I'm not seeing anything else. I tell you what, I am seeing a lot of on my timeline at the minute, Johnny. Uh, and I don't know if it's the time of year, and as we've already stated, we're in that bit of a dry spell. But fucking Bloodborne hasn't half had a resurgence, lad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, and not only did Bloodborne get a resurgence, almost f- like the fates intervening, my uh, kickstarted Bloodborne the board game, which I kickstarted so many years ago, I forgot I'd fucking done it, has also turned up. So now I have Bloodborne the board game. Oh. Oh, can we, can we, can we, once, once, once this is all over, can we do that? It is, it is what I'm thinking, Johnny. Once this is all over, once this is all over, right? And this is just sort of breaking news on the podcast right now because this thought's been rolling around in my head. The YouTube channel is underway, by the way. I'm working on that right now. And the YouTube channel will be somewhere where you'll get to watch all episodes of Franchise Buys games moving forward and stream highlights moving forward. A sister channel, Franchise Buys Board Games. <laughs> and in that, we'll do Let's Plays. And, and we'll do Let's Plays. Uh, we'll do How To's. So, like, full How to Play series on all these board games I've got. Because I've got some bangers. Like, I've got some bangers. Nemesis, Dark Souls, Absolutely. Bloodborne. Because that gets us playing a different game every fucking week. 100%. <laughs> fucking love them board games it's just me love of tiny plastic things shaped into cool little poses i can't get enough of it if you show uh, me a lot of plastic men and a lot of cardboard fucking cutouts i'm like i'm in i'm in on a related note have you seen that warhammer sales are through the roof despite shops being closed really yep because people just want the hobbies it's the, it's the building and making them you know ready for paint, the ready for them. the battle that happens in the fall uh, paint, they'll be buying them to paint them something to do and then as soon as fucking lockdown's over there'll be so much Warhammer available on eBay you wouldn't even for you're, you're not getting exactly. shit stick without hitting Warhammer <laughs> but I uh, that's uh, anyway that's that's plans that we need to talk about off off air uh, I want to do a I want to do a board game channel but again that very much depends on how much free time I've got, which again very much depends on how how quickly I can sustain myself creating content elsewhere before we do that. Because that's that, that, that needs a lot of time. That I... uh-huh. But uh, we're going to talk about this later when we've got official announcements and that. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, you just heard a, a sneaky little glimpse at what's coming in the future. Uh, Johnny, have you got out else or shall I wrap that show? Let's wrap it up. Boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast, the second best gaming podcast on the planet at this point uncontested. If you've enjoyed what's happened day-to-day, jump on over to Apple Podcasts, leave one of them glowing five-star reviews. That helps butter the algorithm up, spit on it a bit, if you will, lube the algorithm right up, and then we just slide on in and just use that algorithm to our advantage. Uh, we are available on socials. You can search for myself at the franchise on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. P H R A N C H I Z E. Nice guy Johnny is available on Twitter and Instagram at nice underscore guy underscore Johnny. Or in uh, what's your Instagram? And um, just nice guy Johnny. Nice guy Johnny. Is it? 
Yes. We do stream every Sunday, Monday and Wednesday at twitch.tv slash the franchise where you will often find us playing Warzone, our beloved and loathed Warzone, <laughs> uh, three nights a week. Uh, I think that's about it, boys and girls. Until next time. Laters. Say bye, Johnny. Toodle pip. Gay Panthers. Panthers.